Coming up on this episode of the KickCast, we find an efficient way to thaw food. A spork that won't run away. And who needs drink booze when you can breathe it in? All that and more. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out on the internet and find cool projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, and I bring you guys bad news. Unfortunately, the star of the show, Night 20, is not here because he actually has a date with a mouse in California right now. But we found an excellent host to fill in from the Noms podcast and my cousin, the one and only Cousin Jane. How are you doing today, Cousin Jane? I'm good. I am not Night 20 or Drew. <laughs> or Drew. I'm not Drew. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Drew. Um, but, I, you know, I think some people are like, yeah on there so yeah not if, true yeah no if, drew's awesome so yeah if you, i can never fill in for him <laughs> yeah. so if you guys don't know cousin jane and i we actually do another podcast on the off weeks of kickcast <laughs> called noms where we talk about food all the time i actually have a lot of the food still around my desk mine's there, in the kitchen so, yeah. the fruit cake oh so i did i tell you about this um this is a little off topic but i actually took that to work and my coworkers were trying it and they're like this is not good. So there's like <laughs> half half a fruitcake still at my work right now. That's all probably going to get food, thrown out. All of the food that we tried has not been touched since the podcast. Yes, because apparently Cousin Jane only eats when we record this podcast. I do, every two weeks. <laughs> all right, Cousin. Um, so since you're new to the show, normally before we go into the projects, the cool projects, and boy, do we have some cool ones tonight, um, we actually go out... And do some news. So what's actually interesting is this week, or actually last week, Indiegogo launched a another, another um, section on their site, which is called Indiegogo Life. So what it is is actually a um, same just like the normal Indiegogo, except this is specifically for you to raise money for personal needs, you know, things like weddings and medical emergencies or even college tuition out there. And the one, reason why it makes it different is they actually offer – um one-to-one support they simplified the setup on there like super super simplified it and then they also are charging no platform fees which is that's a big one um because normally when you're on indiegogo or kickstarter they charge a percentage usually it's two to three percent each um for for how much ever you make in this case they're not doing that um and you can see that people are actually having or this whole section's coming up and how you start is pretty much you put your title and how much you want to raise and then you fill in the details a little bit, but you see there are memorials, emergencies, communities, um, others Ooh, for dance troops and whatnot on there. I don't know. So, cousin, what do you what do you think about this? Um, and uh, just you know, instead well, of just I, a prod, product based thing, we're actually getting more you know life goal type things. I I know a lot of people that use Kickstarter for things like people who get in accidents, people who find out that they have cancer, and just like things that spring up on them. So all of a sudden, that this is this is a good this is a good thing because a lot of people I know almost like if you're raising money to buy a car or something, they don't like that you're putting that up on Kickstarter because they think that Kickstarter is for like (laughs) entrepreneurship and things like that sometimes. I think this is a good idea to separate it and make it to where we do encourage you to do this kind of stuff. That um, we want to help everybody, not just the entrepreneurs. We want to help people who can't afford 
who can't afford medical costs or want to go on trips or are getting married or things like that. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think it's a good idea. Um, things that I've noticed, even you know, prepping for this show, is that Indiegogo is already filled with a lot of these things on there. You'll see them a lot. And I think giving them a specific section actually helps um, a discovery and being able to find this a little bit better than what they used to be because they used to be mixed into everything and i like how they've broken it down to if it's like community or if it's emergencies or memorials on there so um it's a little bit more uh detailed than what it was um in general on there so i think it helps and plus you know it, it feels good to help people on there it on does okay so and um our second news of the night is so have, have you noticed this cousin when you're going around um on kickstarter you'll always notice that sometimes there's like this little green button that shows up in the corner of their picture and it says it's been a staff pick on there um i have seen yeah. that so and people are like how in the world do i get my project as a staff pick we've talked about it a little bit on the show previously before too on there and we're not quite sure how you actually get a staff pick but the new york times actually wrote this article um oh. and gives you a little bit of tips they say they they come out straight off we're not sure how you do it you pretty much just need to catch an eye of um one of the staffs because there's 96 staff members or 98 employees on there and they're allowed to pick some and then what's even cool these days is that kickstarter actually has a fund on there now so they actually will donate some of the company's money into some of these staff picks out that's there. awesome so some of the tips they actually give out is you know of course follow the guidelines you know you don't want to break the rules that's not <laughs> that's not going to get you on one of these mailing lists because they send out these mailing lists all the time saying these are staff picks and everything um network with people this is this is important no matter what even if you're not networking with a kickstarter crowd go network with other people um talk to former people who actually have staff picks learn from them on there i mean that's why we love getting people on the show or running projects and stuff so we can get some background information on there um tweet the employees because they actually tell you who backs what in their blog posts on there so always check out their blogs um and if your project's similar to something else that they've previously selected go try to tweet them hey check out my project right here you might like it on there and then they also i did not know this is they actually have an email address which is stories at kickstarter.com where you actually can send in cool projects that you think um are cool and when you send them in if it's your project don't just say, hey, can we get featured as a staff pick? Sell it to them. Say, this is a project that's amazing. This is why it should be a staff pick. These are type of things um, on there. And, you know, you could always, you know, if we mentioned it on the KitKast, you probably could put it on there. And that probably sounds impressive, too, <laughs> on there. So, um, well, I don't know, cousin. What do, what do you think? Do, does, do these seem like good ideas um, for being able or do you, do you have any other ideas on how you could become a staff pick? Um... Well, obviously sell it to them. Learn how to market yourself. <laughs> Learn how to sell yourself and do it. On there. Um I so think are are you more like are you more likely to back a project when you see that staff pick sticker on there or um, No. No, I I would look at the staff picks just to see what the staff picks honestly. Like there I I have different likes and dislikes than people um so I, I really, if I want to back something, it's got to be something I'm interested in. And whether or not it's staff pick is not really my own concern. 
if I see it's a staff pick, then I'm more than likely to look at it. That doesn't mean I'm more than likely to back it. But then again, if I see it, I'm more than likely to back it than something I don't see. You know what's Obviously. funny? You know what's funny though is I looked through some of the projects that you put on our potential project list on there, and I'm pretty sure three or four of them were staff picks. Probably. <laughs> I don't. Well, then some of the stuff we have in common. It's just so, like leaching through you subconsciously, and you may not know. About I it. I just I scrolled through. I wanted to see. I want to see everything. Yeah. So if you guys have any ideas, other ideas on how to be um, getting picked on a staff pick. Let us know. Email us. Um, or, let you know, us. Like we we love getting this kind of information. I would suggest not letting me know because I'm not a regular here. I would let him know. <laughs> Everybody should just tweet at. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you have a Twitter account, tweet at Jane TV and just say you're awesome. <laughs> do, do that for me. Do that for me. Not while you're driving. <laughs> yeah. Not safely tweet her. I'm. Yes. You know, yeah. I listen to podcasts only while I'm driving, so. <laughs> <laughs> is that is, is that why, we, like, somebody may see you and, like, all of a sudden your car swerves because you're all excited about a I'm, project? Because I'm tweeting my, <laughs> myself that I'm awesome. <laughs> and then, all right, cousin, let's jump into these projects. And I actually think this is awesome. Our first project is kind of cooking related. And I know yes. you're, you're a huge fan of cooking and stuff. I burn things. Um, but I, I, I think you know how to make the foods better than I do. <laughs> yes. So one of the things that I, you know, I have problems with when I do try to cook and stuff is usually I go to Costco, I buy enough food to feed a family for like two weeks, but it's just two people in my house. So <laughs> normally we store a lot of it and put it into the freezer. And when it comes time to cooking, we're like, oh, crap, we can't cook anything because the meat's all frozen. So, you know, we, we do things like, okay, let's throw it in the microwave but you're essentially cooking the feet then or the food then why did i say feet i blame some guy um so 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 you're you're cooking food uh well before you're cooking it or you're like well we could just go out it's a lot easier that is that is what we do that is exactly what we do i do that a lot and then i have a freezer full of just like meat and stuff from costco on there so our first project of the night tries to solve this and i did not know this because apparently in cooking school, they teach you the most efficient way of thawing food is putting it under running water. Running water. Yes. Yeah. I did not know that on there. Um, yes, it really is. Yeah, the pro- Actually, running water and refrigerator are both equally um, the best ways to do it. But running water is more efficient. Refrigerator takes a hours. Of- takes yes, hours. It takes a long there. time, like a full day. Maybe two days if you're trying to do a turkey. Yeah. So there's problems with that, too, because you're running your water for like half an hour. That's a lot of water on there. Um, I do the method of throwing it on the counter and just letting it sit, which is probably not smart considering how fast bacteria. It's better than (laughs) microwaving it, um, but not good. So our, our first project is called the Vortex. And what it does is you clip it to the side of the bowl of a bowl of water on there and you put your food inside. And what it does is actually moves the water around, um, allowing heat to go into the meat and um, thaw it. Because what happens is water is actually a good retainer of heat. It actually holds a lot of heat on there. And you're moving the water around so that way that warm water actually gets closer to the meat and circulates through instead of just you know, cooling a little bit of the water and everything else is there. So what, what's great about it is that it works and it has a cool timer on it that lets you know when you're ready to go, which I, I love about it. 
And this allows you to thaw your food a lot more efficient and, you know, not do the let's leave it on the counter and let E. coli and stuff fill out. <laughs> yeah, I, I am super excited about this. And like, as soon as I saw it, I knew this is something I am going to back, which I probably wasn't going to say immediately. But as soon as I saw it, I knew I was going to back it. It It is it's just genius because you don't want to you don't want to use up all your water. And then you like you don't want to leave it just sitting in the fridge. I have this this weird thing called a it's called a thaw plate, and it's like a I don't even know what it's made of. It's like a metal ish plate, uh, almost like a cutting board with ridges in it, and you put the frozen meat on it. So instead of you putting it in the refrigerator and the refrigerator keeping it cool and thawing at the same time, you're keeping it on your counter, and the plate cools and cools it and thaws at the same time not as good as a refrigerator would cool it but um, it does it that way but this thing it would be a heck of a lot faster than trying to use a thaw plate and it how, just how long it does it like, normally take with a thaw plate it really depends on what you're thawing if you're doing like half a pound of meat maybe like two hours or something Whoa, that's a lot that's like or ahead. that I mean that's the inside <laughs> of it would still be would still be frozen maybe like an hour and a half I don't know but this thing is as small as like an immersion blender and like anybody can get it it's it's genius like I how are these not already in the stores there there's there's got to be people like conservationists that why aren't we already doing this it just makes so much sense so uh, um, I, we already know that's a back for you. It's a back for me too because I love this idea. It's a great idea, especially for me because everything is literally frozen in my in mind because you know food and stuff. So um, that that is a that is that is a great idea. Um, so sticking with the food theme, cousin, and, and yeah. I, I, I don't know if this was like subconsciously you're like, oh, tonight's the noms or not. Um, oh but, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, how about you introduce our next project we have? Okay, what we have next is called the Sporklet, and I think it's super genius. Um, it is a spork that you can attach to your child's hand, and it 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 teaches them because uh, what they talked about in the um, in the video, the guy was saying that they're trying to keep, teach kids how to eat with their own utensils, um, but the biggest thing that happened the most things that happened is that the fork or the spoon would fall out of the child's hand and what this does it has a little wristlet around it so it attaches the spork to their hand and i just think it's i i want one for myself they only make it in sporklet size i know so it's like I'm, is there an adult size i know <laughs> why don't they have a spork of sporklo or whatever they want to call it for adults or spork whatever they want to call it. I, I probably shouldn't come up with the name. They should do it because Sporklet is great. Um, but it's just, it's perfect for children learning how to eat. It's perfect for children just eating in general because um, you're you're going to have utensils all over the floor if you have a child. So um, I think it's a great, a great idea. And it is a Kickstarter staff pick. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, look. There, see, I told you. I told you. Subconsciously, you see it. Um, Subconsciously. I love it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's kind of like the Wiimote strap that everybody puts yeah. on, on. 
And so you don't like try to hurt your TV with your spork. Yeah, it's a great idea. Because <laughs> I, I bet you that's a common problem: is you, you accidentally throw your spork, and next thing you know, it lands in the middle of your TV. It it happens. <laughs> That's why you need adult ones, yeah, too. Yeah. So not saying that I'm a messy eater and stuff. I just think it would be convenient that I could just let go and then, bam, sporklet on hand. Don't have to worry about it. Bam. Bam. <laughs> on there. Um, so, and it comes in different colors. Oh, what colors does it come in? I don't know. Colors, <laughs> colors. probably. Um, it, co- it comes in flesh color. comes in orange and, like, the color that bicyclists wear. Green. <laughs> the color the, re- the f- reflective yellow, the color, yes. the fluorescent the, green slash yellow. So, yeah, these look these look pretty cool on there, and I, you know, I, these would be great to take to restaurants. Yeah, I, do they have this extra long one too, or is that a just a prototype thing? Um, um the the, the, the top one. Yeah, that that's the wrist. That's the wristlet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. That makes sense on there. So, like, yeah, I I love this idea. So, for me, this is actually a back. Um, not that I have experience raising many kids, but yeah, utensils usually just fly all over the place. And if you drop your utensil at the restaurants, it's always a hassle to like, excuse flag me, down ma'am. your guy and yeah. then have them talk to you and you have to explain the situation. He has to pick up the fork and then he has to go to the kitchen and he has to grab you another fork and then your child does it all yeah. over again. Yeah. Who's so. got time for that? Who's got time? Ain't for nobody that? got time yeah. for that. No one's got time. So is this a backtracker sack for you? It is a track, whatever that means. <laughs> not not quite going to back it, but if if they get close, to I'm it. just gonna I'm gonna watch it and yeah. make sure that it gets. I I I would love to see this funded, but you don't I have, have any no kids right now. I don't have any kids. I do have nieces and nephews. Yeah. Are you sure Walnut might not need it? Jesse might need it. <laughs> just saying. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> the little the little tiny spork parts where like the fork. Is being developed. It's just like these little tiny little notches. Like that would not pick up a salad. <laughs> so uh, if they come out with the adult one, I am definitely getting it. Really? You're, you're just like, I'm all in on that? Yeah, they need to come up with an adult, an adult <laughs> one and I will get like four of them. All right. Okay. So for our final project of the night. So I, I don't know if you've ever had this problem, cousin. Um, what problem you, you, is you, that? You go out to the bar. And you're like, yeah, I want I I, I, you're like, I want, I want a drink, and then you have a drink, and you're like, man, I'm not, I'm not feeling it yet, I'm, you know. And it takes like 20 minutes for you to actually start <laughs> feeling the buzz on there, and, and in that time, you're just drinking more and more. You're like, Cause, yeah, I'm really not feeling it, so maybe I should just drink more, right? Mm-hmm. You on should. That, so, um, I don't have this problem because I'm lightweight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I know people who have problems with this. So instead. How, how how about I throw this idea out to you? Instead of drinking the alcohol, how about you inhale it? <laughs> like where I would drown in alcohol? Well, no, you just like breathe it in instead of drinking it. Breathe uh, it? Yeah, so our, our next project is called the Drank Tank. And what it does is it is actually a liquid vaporizer. So it vaporizes the alcohol and you actually breathe it in instead of um drinking the liquid on there <laughs> so the process what you do is you usually put in about an ounce so that's a shot of alcohol into the vaporizer and it takes about five minutes for it to vaporize the um to vaporize the alcohol on there mm-hmm. and then you inhale hold and then exhale 
on there. And then one ounce usually will last you about 10 to 15 minutes of buzz. And the reason why it actually, it's almost instant is because it's already va vaporized. So it goes right into your bloodstream. Um, you get the faster buzz and they, they claim that you, ha you have less chance of hangovers. I have no idea how that kind of relates to all of it. I think um, hangers ha hangovers have to do with the buildup in your body. Uh, what is playing? I don't know what's playing. That's is weird. it the video? Uh, okay. I what have... is that? These are a few of my favorite things. I have no idea where that audio is coming from. <laughs> well, apparently um, something is his favorite thing. Something's hijacking my thing. That's it's not me. Okay, that stopped. Okay, that was interesting <laughs> on there. Um, yeah. Thank, well, okay. Thank a you. drain the drain tank. So, yeah. That, so, wow. Yeah. So um, it's kind of interesting on here. Um, and then so what happens is you don't have a buildup of alcohol in your body, so you can stop using the the when you once you stop inhaling, you're actually starting to sober up on there. Um. And I suppose that you actually use less calories because what happens is the spirits and stuff in the alcohol don't get vaporized on there. So you're just breathing all, all, a lot of alcohol on there. Um, and they say it's pretty safe, but they're like, like all inhaling devices, you should probably contact your physician before using it. So people yeah. in, in, in the uh, chat room are <clears throat> bringing up good questions on there. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> well, the thing with these things like this and the uh, vapor, the vapor, the nicotine ones, whatever they call those e-cigarettes there, they haven't been around enough for us to actually see the repercussions of it or to know if there are any. So same thing with this thing. Um, I think it's very, very interesting. Um, it shows the traditional way of drinking, how it affects your system, and the drink tank, how it affects your system. Um, and apparently the drink tank pretty much only encounters your lungs physically, and then it goes into the rest of your bloodstream. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. On there, um, and then so, yeah, like Spicy McCaggis in the chat room, which one of the best chat room names ever i think um it says it could lead to alcohol poisoning but like i said you know with most adult beverages you should probably use it responsibly on there yeah <laughs> that yeah because it, it only says an ounce will do it for you um people aren't only going to use an ounce because i see the way that people use e-cigarettes and they use them almost worse than regular yeah. cigarettes so <laughs> Yeah, this one this one could be worse. Yeah. So is this but, is, is this one a backtrack or a sack for you? It's a sack for me, uh, but it's really interesting. <laughs> for for me, it, it's actually a track because I give them a for effort. On there, I'm a little skeptical on how this works. Um, on there, just just because of you know inhaling alcohol. We can be part of the test group. See if they do. <laughs> see if they have another test group. Yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> I'll it, do that. It, 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 it technically should work on there but i'm like mm, i'm breathing alcohol straight that sounds a little bit iffy to me so that's why it's it's a it's a track but i can see why people would like it and plus there's lights on it so i like fancy lights <laughs> who, who doesn't like fancy lights on there um, i don't know maybe colorblind people <laughs> so um and look at that, cousin! It has actually been a full episode of the Kickcast. I, I, it's always amazing to me to see how fast these shows go. Um, but before we go, do you have anything you want to plug, cousin? 
Oh gosh, I have no idea. It's so busy with Christmas. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> honestly, I you, my brain is going fifteen thousand. 15,000 times a minute. All right. So, um, all of you actually at least should follow her on Twitter at Jane TV. Yeah. Or, you Twitter. Know, make sure you tweet her and, and tell her she's awesome. Um, I it, sell duct tape wallets. Go to janeds.tv for the order form or just to send me an email for more information. Wow. They're pretty awesome. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. She even like customizes them. So, they're yeah. Awesome. That's the wallet I made for him. It has sushi on the front. Yeah. Uh, and so, those are really cool. Um, you know, Check out the Noms podcast, which is awesome. On there. I will um, be there next week. <laughs> if you check out next week, you get the little big cast guys filling in. See, I, yeah, I, we're I, kind I, of all switching around. Yeah, I, I love how it takes four of them to replace one Jane because you're, you're, you're I'm excited. Awesome. You are that I awesome. I want to see. I want to see <laughs> what they're doing. What do you even know? What it's going to be about um, yet? Um, things have been passed around. Chicken nuggets, maybe. So. Ah. <laughs> I can't be there for chicken nuggets. Yeah, maybe I'll Come eat on. like fifty chicken nuggets on air, and people like McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah. Did you, oh my so, gosh! Did you know I actually have? There's a club that me and my boss do. We call it Club Fifty, and what you got to do is you eat fifty chicken nuggets for lunch, and then you get a pin. And we have people from Germany, from all of all over Utah that is in Club Fifty. It's it's awesome, you know. On there, if you can eat fifty chicken nuggets, McDonald's though. Yeah, it has to be McDonald's. <laughs> It can't be like Chick Fil A or anything like that. Chick Fil A nuggets are tiny. There's well, what? Those these are u- uniform uniform unnaturally shaped nuggets. <laughs> That's how you stay consistent. <laughs> there's only what is it? There's only three shapes of McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah, so they're all like pretty uniform. Uh. So make sure you guys check that out. You know, maybe we'll do chicken nuggets. Um, if you guys are going around and going like, wait, 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 where was that project? Where's the drink tank and stuff? Just head on over to kickcast.net. Look for the show notes for episode 57. Wow, we're at show 57. Shouty show notes. That's uh, um, you'll find links to all of those. Plus, our next episode is going to be not January 6th. Um, our next episode is supposed to be on January 6th, but we're not filming it live because most of the ktdata.net crew is going to be in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show. Lucky. Um, those are one of my favorite things to do. Um, CES is one of my favorite things to do. So make sure you guys pay attention to ktdata.net for everything. But we will have a special KitCast episode because what I've found and the trend is going up every year I go is more and more booths will say, we're going to fund this on Kickstarter or we have funded this on Kickstarter and we're going to go interview them, get some insight. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy that episode. It's going to come out a little bit late because Vegas. Um <laughs> On their cell Vegas is, is a good reason. Yeah, so um, I hope you guys will enjoy that. Um, thank you, everybody in the chat room, for showing up and chatting. I love thank all you. of you guys. If I could give you a hug right now, I would on there. And I thank- wouldn't. <laughs> I would. I would give you a hug. And uh, thank you, cousin, for filling in for Drew. Um, we all miss thank him, you, but you know everybody loves you too. So I, I appreciate you taking the time on there. And Mr. Drew Tyler, I know you're in Disneyland right now. But we miss you, so we'll get you in the next episode, right? Yeah, I can never replace you. This is this was a terrible idea. No, this so. is not. A, it's, it's always a good idea, you know. Maybe one day I'll just have you and Drew be on there. And no one will ever. Or maybe Drew everybody can replace like, me on Noms. Everybody will be like, "That's an improvement. You got rid of KT and put in two awesome people." That would be a terrible idea. <laughs> You're the brains idea. behind these lies. So, I just know, press I buttons. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> But Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry yes, Christmas, everybody. Guy. 
Jesus's birthday is coming up, and we are going to celebrate it with lots of eggnog. Yeah, or whatever holiday you guys are celebrating around the end of the year. Chanica, Festivus, Kwanzaa, Festivus, Boxing Day, something else that also happens in December. (laughs) No holiday, just the month of December. Day off from work. End of year, the New Year's. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Alabama football on New Year's. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Go, Bama. All right, guys. We will see you in two ish weeks. Till then. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was awesome. Is this a Noms podcast? (laughs) That was awesome.